Hi, I'm Natalie Bouchard, and you're listening to Inside NC Labor, a podcast designed to inform and educate North Carolina citizens on the role that the Department of Labor plays in state government. Hi, y'all, and welcome to the sixth episode of Inside NC Labor. I'm Natalie Bouchard, and today we have special guest Ursula Joyner. Well, good. Yay, Ursula. <laughs> so glad to have you here. I'm Dolores Questenberry. I'm the Communications Director at the Department of Labor. Hey, everybody. This is Mary Catherine Rebels, a Public Information Officer here at the Department of Labor. And I am Ursula Joyner, the Safety Ward Coordinator for the Department of Labor. We're so happy to have you. So as the Safety Award Coordinator, could you tell us a little bit about what that position entails? Wow. Even before we can get into the Safety Award um, position, I just kind of think about where I came from. And it was great that Dolores is here because she's the one who brought me on board to the Department of Labor. And one of the things we talked about was building a day. And when you build a day, you think about what you have to do and what your managers want you to do. But once I transitioned over to the Safety Award program, it went from building a day to building a season. And that's amazing how you can make that transition. And building a season is not just about you or your managers, but for me with the Safety Awards program, it's really about the commissioner's schedule, it's about the participants, it's about my co-sponsors, and sometimes it is about my schedule and where I can be (laughs) in one day. So it's really been a great transition. Yeah, you really have to juggle a lot of different folks schedules. I'm sure it is taxing. I wouldn't say taxing. I would say that it is a challenge to wake up every day to decide where we're going to be for three months out of our year. Um, Because Commissioner and I, we are all over the state, but we try to make sure the transition is good for our co-sponsors and her and myself, and more importantly, it's for those who are receiving those awards because they want to come out. They want to see firsthand. They want to see that award in their hand. They want to receive it from Commissioner Barry. So it's a big deal to do all that scheduling. The co-sponsors are wonderful. We have to try to stay on the eastern part of the state for a full week. So that's a big deal to balance and budget and see who we can see in that week before we head to the western part of the state. So it's really exciting to make those decisions on who we're going to see each week for those three months that we're out there. Tell us a little bit how you schedule. Is it regional for the employers and employees that are recognized across the state? How many banquets are there? That's a really good question, Dolores. When we think about regional, we can't do one in every city. We would love to do that, but we try to pull folks who are close together. So when we're in Asheville, we're pulling people from Cherokee. We're pulling them from Buncombe County. When we're over in Ahoski, we have people coming from Beaufort. We have them coming so that they come to a central location, and there are so many of them. We have 30 banquets during that spring season, Mm -hmm. and we start the end of March, and we go all the way to the end of June. And it's amazing to see how the program has changed and grown since I've been doing it, but more importantly, since Commissioner Berry has been doing it. It's really grown in a tremendous fashion that we are excited about. That's awesome. And how long has the program been around? Wow, this is a, I love to answer this question because I get tickled. I said, the program was started in 1946 before I was even a twinkle. And I was <laughs> changed um, a lot from the different commissioners who have been in the position. I didn't serve with all of them. I've only served with Commissioner Berry. She is the keynote speaker at each one of the banquets. She is highly sought after 
Everyone loves her. They want their pictures taken with her. They want to receive that award from her. She is so genuine with them, and it makes all the difference. So the program started in 1946, but we have grown by leaps and bounds, and here we are in 2019. We are geared up. We're ready. It's interesting to see the change with just social media, because some of the banquets that I've attended, people are now doing selfies. And that's, that's a hit. They want their selfie with Commissioner. We tried to scale back a little bit on the selfies, but trust me, she loves taking it. <laughs> so, exactly. So exactly. I, may, I may make the announcement that we're going to take pictures at the very end, and that sounds really good for me. Exactly. But when you come up to get your award, and she's there, and she's seen you before, and you've got your cell phone, and you say, can we? She's going to say yes. We accept yes. And we allow that because it's what makes the banquets exciting. I mean, it could be boring to call name after name, and no one just gets excited about it. But at our banquets, they get really, really excited. And I don't want to get ahead of what we're talking about. Can I tell you about one of the examples that we had? Absolutely. One of the banquets? Yeah, I'd love to hear it. We were in Roxborough one year, and this is a, a brand-new mayor had been elected. She's a hometown girl, so everyone knew her. So the mayor comes in to the banquet, this is her first time there, but the city was receiving numerous awards. She didn't just come in and be very, you know, honorable, like mm -hmm. a mayor, you would think. <laughs> <laughs> this mayor came in and she high-fived every one of those city employees who were receiving awards. Oh, it was so excited. It was like, it was the price is right. You come on down, <laughs> you get a high-five from oh the mayor, you receive your awards so from wow. commissioner, you get your picture taken. It was such an exciting night. So no more humdrum. We are just wide open. We do fun things like that. And, of course, now we know how to be civil. <laughs> and so when we come to Raleigh, it's such a big banquet. We have usually 300 people there, and the awards are so numerous. So we don't always get to be as loose as you would want. But we are very conscious of the importance of the award mm -hmm. and how special everyone gets to feel when they come to receive that award. That's awesome. Speaking of the awards specifically, so how do entities or businesses qualify for these awards? Well, this is a track back to what Dolores was talking about with how things have changed mm -hmm. with social media and the internet. And so we have a wonderful um, system where at the beginning of the year in January, we send out applications to everyone who's participated in our program before. We hope that they will get that application. It has some special information that's pertinent just for them and they'll complete it and send it back to us. Now the criteria for the awards, we have two different awards under safety awards. Mm -hmm. With the safety awards, we have the gold awards and we have the silver awards. And with the gold awards, you have to be 50% below the industry average for rate um, with days away from work, job transfer or restriction. That's clear cut. Um, with the silver award, we look at the just with the cases with days away from work. Sometimes you just have a person who's out of work, but for whatever reason, we only count that one case. So that's important so that people can continue to apply for the award. One of the big things, of course, with our line of work with the Department of Labor, if you've had a fatality during the calendar year, you would not qualify for an award. And so that's always a sad time for us to see that because we know what's happening out in our community. But with the safety awards, we have those two different awards, but we also have the, the Million Hour Award, which gets people really excited because <laughs> yes. what it is is they've worked a long period of time without a lost workday, and it's a million hours or more. We've had one, in fact, I've got one on my desk today, and it's for 11 million hours worth with no lost time. 
That's, That's remarkable. Awesome. That's awesome. Um, wow. For a company to be able to do that. I've even had one that we received um, in December, and because we can receive that application throughout the year. And so we received one in December, and it kind of shocked me, but it was a company, and I want to name their name until we get their um, yeah. date scheduled for them. But they work 3 million hours from February to November. But they're working, it's a construction company, and they're working pretty much around the clock. We can have companies that could work for multiple years to achieve a million or more hours, or we can have a company that works one year and multiple hours. It's exciting to see what they're doing out there in the community, and they're working safely, they're keeping their people safe, they're concerned about them. I mean, we're in this room, and you might think we're cocooned, but when you're out on the workforce, your superintendent has to care about you. You have to care about the person you're working next to in order to make a million hours mm-hmm. work mm-hmm. for your company. And so that's a very special award that we have, and we're excited to be able to present those awards at the banquets as well. When you give the million hour award, some of the companies actually turn that into special events at the work site for the employees. Certainly, and that's why I was being careful about saying the name of that particular company because we're working on getting that date set for them because they want to bring in their vice presidents from all over the country. So it's a big deal. It's not just for just the workers, but everyone wants to celebrate. They make it a big deal, and we make it special because we do everything we can to make sure Commissioner Berry is there to present that award to them. And she loves attending. For she, sure. If she's available, she's going to be there. For sure. I'm not sure if she's even shared with you guys on, on the podcast or not about one place we went, and it was a million-hour celebration. It was all the employees there, but they apparently needed a little help with the serving. And Commissioner Berry got on the serving line and served pizza. Oh, wow. I thought, this is serving at work. You know? uh, <laughs> public servant? Yeah, yes. she's a public servant. She's doing her thing. I'm in the background. Forgive me for not serving pizza. <laughs> um, but I did take a few pictures to make sure that the event was recognized. I love that. Yeah. So she's going to come. We're going to make sure of that. That's yeah. right. That's right. I wanted to mention something, and Ursula can maybe elaborate on this. But when Commissioner Barry did take office, which she won in 2000 and um, began serving in 2001, one of the things they looked at was how they could cut cost with this program. And I know for a fact they cut the entertainment. That is correct. It was a little bit before my time, and I've heard about it. Mm-hmm. Um, the entertainment, they would either have a comedian or someone to come in to kind of make it a little bit more festive. Well, from what I've heard, because I wasn't here, so this is hearsay, but it's good hearsay. Mm -hmm. So the safety award coordinator at the time, when they cut the budget, commissioner had a really good relationship with her. And they would kind of do a little comedy act to go back and forth with one another. When I heard about that, I said, I'm not really good at comedy. I only know (laughs) two jokes. um, It's going to be a little tough for me to, to fall into that mode, but... The beauty of working with Commissioner Barry, she makes you feel comfortable. Mm-hmm. Everything she does is relatable. And so I got excited because when it was my turn to start with the program, and I didn't know what to say when I met my first group. And I thought, what can I say to them that's going to make an impact that they'll remember me? I said, okay, I'm glad to be here. My name is Ursula Joyner, and you know that I'm the new Safety World Coordinator. But my predecessor left me a few things in the desk to prepare me for what I was about to embark on. And I was pretty comfortable with what I found, but there was one thing that I wasn't really sure. Of course, she left me paper clips and pens, and she left me the database so I could figure out how to do things. But she left something in my drawer and had a note on it. And it said, 
you're going to need this at the beginning of the season. Well, I looked at it and I turned it over and it was instant tan. Well, I don't know if I'm going to really need this instant tan because I kind of come with one already. And so I'll save that for the next time, but I think this is going to be. So that made the people kind of like, she's a little touched. And I might just fit. And Commissioner was okay with that instant tan, and I thought, we're going to be okay with this one. And so over the years, Commissioner shares her life, and she shares some things that have happened with her. And she gave me the opportunity to say, let's just share a little bit about you and I'm a proud mother, and so that particular year, my son was in 10th grade and my daughter was in 9th grade, and my son had asked a girl to go to prom, and I was so excited that he was going to go to prom, and we were good about that. Well, my daughter was a freshman, and she got asked to prom, and things changed very quickly. <laughs> I didn't like that idea so much, um, but you couldn't say no because he was a nice young man, and I said, well, you can go to prom, but you have to wear the outfit that I choose for you. And she says, okay, mom, you're really strange. <laughs> but that's okay. So I brought her a very beautiful dress because you have to have a beautiful prom dress. But with a dress, you need a pair of shoes. Well, I brought her in a pair of safety boots. Oh, I my thought, goodness. Just in case something gets out of control, you can walk away pretty quickly in your safety boots instead of some high heel shoes. <laughs> so she's like, oh, mom, mom, what are you doing? And I said, well, you know, you need to get right shoes. And I said, you know, and sometimes you may get a little cool. And so most girls will wear a pashmina or some type of shawl. Well, I didn't give her that. I gave her a safety vest. Oh, my God. That was neon with green and gray oh stripes. I'm like, because you want to be able to cover up any of your delicate oh parts. My God. This is not going to work. <laughs> and, of course, if you don't know anything about prom, hair is very important. You have to have the right hairstyle. Well, I brought her in a lovely safety hat. And I thought, you're going to need to protect your head because it's got a little cone up front. So if he tries to kiss you straight on, he can't do that with that hat on. So her outfit for prom was a little different from what my son's was. But Commissioner allowed me to share that because it, you pull in the safety aspect. With our people out in construction, they wear hats, they wear vests, and they wear safety shoes. And those people that are receiving those awards, they could definitely relate to that. They can see yes. that visual. And it would just gave us an opportunity to enjoy what they do and show them how we could just make it relatable for our own lives. <laughs> That's so, great. Yeah. Love it. Do you have anything else that you want to mention? For I me? do want to mention something because um, we do talk about the different things with um, social media. So if you are not participating with the Safety Award Program, we want to see you. We want to have you. We have our application online and our website. Dolores, you are good with that one. So do you want to tell them our website address? Well, it's pretty easy. It's www.labor.nc.gov. So there's actually a banner on our homepage right now that has the link to the Safety Award application with the deadline date of February 15th. So if you go to the website, it's right there on the front page. You cannot miss it. And one of the other things you did last year, Mary Catherine, is you started adding the photos. Yes. So once your safety award banquet is over and you're looking for any photos, we'll typically try to put up a link to any photos that were taken at that banquet under the event date of that banquet. So if you were in Raleigh and you want to see the Raleigh photos, just go back, find the Raleigh banquet, and there should be a link there. Awesome. Great. So social media is wonderful for all of us. Use it, find us, and they even tweet those things out. So that's kind of exactly. <laughs> yeah. 
Well, great. That concludes our episode. Thanks so much for being here. Thanks, Ursula. It's always so much fun to have you. Thank you guys for having me. This has been a really good experience. Thanks so much for tuning in, y'all. Remember, your safety is our priority.